Super Talk Mississippi media production. Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Hi, this is Brian Rigby, owner of Servpro of Tupelo. Servpro is the nation's leader in cleaning and restoration. But here at home, we're more than that. We're neighbors helping neighbors, friends taking care of friends. Whether it's storm, flood, or fire damage, our pros will make it like it never even happened. Our staff has over 150 years combined experience in residential and commercial projects. Visit Servpro.com or call 690-6502. Servpro of Tupelo, here in your community, here to help. Is your business paying too much for its telephone system and services? Do you even know? ASI can show you how you can pay less using new technology with a system that will give you crystal clear calls. ASI will show you how you could be paying pennies on the dollar compared with your current system. Their offices and technicians are local. You can talk face-to-face in person. Now, isn't that better than what you have? ASI.ms Mississippi Sports Today is on your radio. Join the conversation on the text line at 331-2508, 331-2508. Now live from the Serve Pro Studio, here's today's edition of Mississippi Sports Today. Well, here we are back in the cozy confines of the Serve Pro Studio, thawed and ready. Preheating for a better part of an hour conversation with our Tuesday boys. And with that, the return of OJD. Johnny Davis in the house with us today. Welcome back. Yeah. You dodged a bullet, did you not, my friend? I did. We came in yesterday and... You missed all the fun. (laughs) Well, we got all the way to Chickasaw Equipment out here on the highway before we started seeing ice and snow. You know? Yeah. uh, We saw ours here, did we not, Brian Rigby? We did. We survived. We... Craig was talking about how smart you were. It's like this guy. <laughs> That's not often. <laughs> he is proactive. Yeah. Looked ahead somehow knew yeah. it's going to be the worst five days of weather in the last ten years, and Johnny leaves town. Brian Rigby from Serve Pro of uh, Tupelo, of course, his team, very active in cleanup and, and repairs and things of that nature. And we'll see, a, a, unfortunately, we'll see a lot of that today. Yeah. 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 It's a... Uh, things are hopefully thawing out as far... Because I know I'm still walking... <laughs> Gingerly, yeah. I think everybody's still not real confident that they can walk yeah. like a human being. Um, but uh, you know, thankfully, most of the roads have cleared up and, mm. and people are able to get back to their routines. I know mm. that's important. I, I, you know, some people complain about a routine, but not me. No. I, lo- I love a good dull routine. <laughs> I would take it any time over. All right, yeah. we should have better weather for the week. It's going to be very rainy and. Of course, uh, we welcome some warmer temps. We welcome you to join us on our Nap Auto Parts text line this morning. Very easy to do that at 331-2508. If you'd like to subscribe to our daily little newsletter with notes about the show and so forth, you can do that very easily by uh, just give us your email address at our Napa text line, 331-2508. We'll include you there. All right, today a couple of things. And uh, if you didn't know, today, the January 23rd, is National Pie Day. Oh. I thought that would be a good way to start the program today. Something, you know, not weather, something we all love. Yeah. What's your favorite? Anybody? Man, uh, I have a sweet tooth. Um, <laughs> yes, you do. I, I, I do. And I'm, I don't like a lot of real sweet. Um, 
But it's hard to beat a, a good, like, hmm. apple pie, yeah. pecan pie. Yeah. You can warm up, put a little ice cream on it. Yeah. Yep. Cherry. Good. My right. mama made the best, best lemon ice box That's pie. my favorite. I love it. That's them, my man. number one right yeah. there. That's good. That's the goat of pies for me, at least. Yep. Then uh, We were asking on our music show today, send this, you know, your pies and whatnot. People are like, chicken pot pie. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Forgot all about it. Yeah. Taco pie. Oh. I mean, you can yeah. do anything with a pie. That's it. Shepherd's pie. Exactly. Yeah. yeah Italian, well, Italian's called pizza a pie. Yeah, so. Pizza pie. Boysenberry, of course. Oh, yeah. Yes. And uh, one of our favorites, Mississippi mud. Oh, yeah. Mm. Talk about some calories. So uh, send in your pies if you'd like today. Did you know? You, we've all heard all of our lives the expression, man, that right there is a. That's a, an American is apple pie. <laughs> yeah. Remember the Chevy commercials where, what was it, baseball, hot dogs, and apple, apple pie. pie. If, yeah. you, if, if you'd like the lemon icebox pie, there's a place, I don't know if it's still open or not, in Greenville. Okay. It's called Sherman's. Mm-hmm. And Been I there. was working over there, I think it was like 2011. Good stuff. I went in this restaurant and got it. I brought three home with me. Oh. Three whole pies, oh. not three pieces. You bought them out, didn't you? Oh, <laughs> it was that good. They didn't have. They didn't have but three. Brian said, "I'll take them all." Yeah, yeah. I love them. There's one good. here in town that's hard to beat over at Finney's at lunch. Oh yeah, wow. good stuff. Shout out to our, our guys at Finney's. Love them. All right, so uh, send us your pie. I, I found it interesting, and so apropos that um, apple pie, as American as it is, originated in England. <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't China. Made in China. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. But okay. All right. Uh let's go off the top rope with a win last night. The Mississippi State women, much needed road victory. And that was a tight one. They really jumped out and never looked back. 89-77 over Swamp. Your Florida Gators lose again. Poor Swamp. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just the, the hits keep coming for the yeah. Swampster. Jerkayla Jordan. And it was her little sister's birthday. She dedicated the game to her little sister. What a sweet gesture. She had a double-double. Jessica Carter had a double-double. So a couple of doubles there. And Mississippi State now 16-5, 3-3 in conference play. And they'll be back in action. Guess who's coming to town? The Peacocks of LSU. (laughs) That's going to be in that We Back Pat game. Monday the 29th, Humphrey Coliseum. Full house, you would expect. Everybody loves beating LSU. Oh yeah, Kim Mulkey and some. They've of her. set themselves up, have they? They're kind of like the Chiefs. Yeah, but it just uh, let me see how much attention I can bring yeah. to myself. And yeah, she's uh. sort of like the the villain in wrestling. You know, I think she enjoys yeah. that. Oh drink. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of, we're going to be talking about wrestling later in the show, among other things. But well, yeah, okay. Also, an amazing night last night in the NBA, where. And I was texting back and forth with my basketball junkies, fellow basketball junkies, Cheddar and Drew last night. And maybe you too, Johnny. But I mm-hmm. I mean, Joel Embiid had 24 at the end of the first. And it looked pretty easy. Yeah. And I was like, guys, uh, tune in alert. We, we got something going on right here with this guy. Sure enough, he finished. How many points? 70? 70 points. Wow. For Joel Embiid. Last night as well. Carl Anthony Towns, a former Kentucky Wildcat. He had 62, and they lost. And his coach, Coach Finch, and the, after the game said, 
That was some BS right there, what you saw from my team. That was immature. They were trying to run up his total, see how uh, many points Cat could get, right? And lost the ball game. Lost the ball game. Coach not happy. Don't do that. But we're going to tell you some amazing facts that you probably didn't know if you did. Kudos to you. About Will Chamberlain's famous 100-point game back in 1962. Obviously, the most points. There only been nine players score over 70 points. Will Chamberlain did it like six times. So we'll talk more, of course. That last night was on the anniversary of Kobe's 81-point game, which if you dissect and you look a little deeper, Kobe's 81, much more impressive than Will's 100. When you when you see the stories and hear the stories behind these games. All right, guys, give me your – we already mentioned the dreaded Chiefs. Brian, you said this back in like week two. The Chiefs – are, are are working really hard to make me not like them. It was something like that. Yeah, it's and it, it appears to be that that and I, I know that I'm not going off on a long tangent here, but it just appears to be that that's the team that the NFL wants to be in the Super Bowl. That's right. And because of the Taylor Swift craze, and I think I think no other reason, but. Yeah, yeah, they've turned into the team that you just want to see go away. And, and maybe I'm becoming like Johnny, this yeah. old grumpy Get man. Get off my yard. What, what is Jason Kelsey doing? Just go watch your brother play football. Yeah. take Leave your shirt on. Quit smashing beers and picking up babies. Why are you he trying to draw? up a little girl. Yeah. Hammered. Yeah. This guy. First of all, my little girl, I'll be, get your hands on my little girl. Second, second, put your shirt on. Yeah, put your shirt on and let me watch the game. So, yeah, they took that over. But I get that sense from the Kelseys and a lot of these guys that have their podcasts now. They have their own following and millions and millions of people that just can't wait to see what they're going to say and do next. So this this business, with they are a match made in heaven Yeah, for that reason. Yeah. And the thing that really turned my – I had to go I had to go take a break. You know, when you're almost about to get sick and you kind of bend over and start <laughs> spitting – <laughs> Tongue starts sweating. You know, you know that feeling. Yeah, you get a little clammy. When he did the little heart symbol up to the box after his touchdown, oh, oh. I melted. <laughs> Pathetic. Man, don't. Ravens, go Ravens. I've never rooted for the Ravens. They are a three-and-a-half-point favorite in a very tough place to play in Baltimore. You don't think their fan base is going to come with it oh. Sunday? And this is Lamar Jackson's opportunity to show that, you know, I mean, they, they don't talk about him. They talk about Patrick Mahomes. They talk about Josh Allen, some of these other guys. But Lamar Jackson may show them what, what he's got this week. I wanted the Bills to win so bad. Oh, um, I did too. I, I, I just thought that this was the year for them. And yep. um, and I, I've seen the show multiple times. The Bills is a team I grew up watching because of Kent Hall. Right, um, and, and and I've just kind of always been a fan of them, and and I was very disappointed, and and thought they should have won the, the football. Here's game. what I took away: that Willie Gay and others on the Chiefs' defense got banged up. I mean, that was a hard yeah uh, game for their defense, specifically injury wise. And Josh Allen was motoring about pretty good. He was he was getting chunk plays on running the foot. What do you think Lamar Jackson's going to do? Oh, yeah. 
I mean, he is in a zone. Is right. he? Not? I mean, he everything he does benefits his team, even if it's a broken play. He played magnificent in that win over the weekend. So let's see. All right, the other matchup: Drew Belts, Detroit Lions. His team. You got what with Michigan and all that, and now Detroit. Cloud nine. Right, the football guys are not going to allow that. Not Michigan and the Lions the same year. I just can't see them getting by San Francisco. Forty Niners a seven point favorite at home. I believe that's the second of the two games. I could be wrong, but Championship Sunday is one of my favorite Sunday. I like it better than Super Bowl. Yeah, sure. Not as much garbage around it. Right. right? They don't give you a four hour show leading up to it. Yes. Coach Todd has said hello today on the Nap Auto Parts text line. Says this, Reba McIntyre, Usher, and Post Malone are slated to perform at San Francisco 49ers and Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl matchup. <laughs> <laughs> I believe, well, that's, yeah, the odds makers agree with you, Coach Todd. Ed, my buddy Ed Perkins, our transport trailer checks in today. He said, if you read Wilt's biography, you'll find he scored a lot. <laughs> basketball. He was a good basketball player, too. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, good stuff today. Yeah. Let's see. Alan always says Cam- uh, caramel apple pie can't be beat. Caramel apple pie. Okay. Not sure, but sounds good. All right. Uh, thank you for saying hello this morning at 331-2508. We mentioned... We have a few observations, maybe from over the weekend, that uh, we'll share with Taylor Swift. I mentioned this on social. She's one win away, guys, from the Super Bowl. My head will explode if this woman is yeah. at the. I thought if they do make it, you guys are are obviously desperate for attention. Make the halftime show. Either break up or get married at halftime. There you go. <laughs> do what? I mean, give us our money's worth. I just wonder how she's getting all these games. Is she driving maybe a battery-operated vehicle? Probably. Yeah. Because I think she's big yeah. on saving the climate. Yeah. yeah, right. I don't know. I don't, um, I, I just don't, I don't think we need that. There are enough distractions with the Super Bowl without that. And, you know, I'm one of these people, like, Chiefs have been there enough. Yeah. I, mean, I agree. It's like the Astros or somebody. Yeah. You're in it every year. Somebody. Well, I mean, if, if for, for some reason they get beat – I'm sure somehow they'll find oh, find her wherever she's at. And they'll have her and, and Kelsey there at the Super Bowl. Well, the thing is, the producers of these things are doing way too many cutaway shots of this box and yeah. this woman. We realize what she looks like. We've seen her a billion times in the last month. And it's almost like, oh, let's get back to the game now. Yeah. And you get interruptions with football when this woman's at a football game. Okay, a couple of observations. Your opinion of an athlete, because we see them at a very, very uh, high distance. I mean, we're not looking at these people. And we don't know them personally. But I had a lot of respect and admiration. And, man, Caitlin Clark, to me, I thought this is one of the best women's basketball players ever lived. Yeah. I think this girl's like, she's tough. She's gritty. She's not... What she did the other day when Nebraska beat them, flipped the switch on what I think about her. You know what she is, Johnny? Brat. That's right. She's a brat. She succumbed to the what every athlete's all, turned into. All now. the hype? Yep. All her all her yep. did you see what happened? Yeah. Attention. Yeah, I did. Running the woman and then For flop. anyone that looks at that and says, Oh, she didn't mean 
to uh-huh. run into. Caitlin didn't see the girl running across no. the court. If you hadn't seen the video, check it out. Nebraska beat Iowa the number two team, and usually we have a court storm, which are becoming more and more controversial in the game. And a lot of schools have plans and contingencies, and Kansas got storm last night when I believe West Virginia beat them. He knows how to get his guys off. Yeah, They get stormed. Every time you get beat, they routine for them. But my thing with Caitlin is that, first of all, she's a very high-level athlete, and her body control was much better than what she demonstrated in this fake collision. She caused the collision, and she flopped after. Yeah. I think that was Ohio State that beat her. Was it Ohio State? Yeah. That's right. You're right. Nebraska beat yeah, somebody else. That's, that's right. right. Okay. Thank you, Johnny. So, and then comes off like a victim. Yeah. It rolls around on the floor. Oh, I'm hurt. <laughs> Threw the shoulder into the kid. The kid should sue her. Yeah. Kid should sue her, teach her a lesson. But this is one of those things. I think it's, A, I'm mad because we lost. And I'm Caitlin Clark. I can do anything I want. That's right. Attention. Put it all on me. Com- you know, almost like the kid that misses the tackle or misses the ball. And then he falls down hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was just as you said about me, this mentality. So this game is not about me. I'm not going to be the story of this game on ESPN tomorrow. Right. I'm going to make it about me right now. Yep. And certainly, you know, you know, put water down the wind for Ohio State. Yep. But it taught me a lot about Caitlin Clark. No longer a fan. There you go. Y'all say, you know. Give me your thoughts this morning. I want you to think about that if you didn't see. I think based on what I saw last night with this Embiid dude, Johnny, we're running into a new era of this game. The point guard is obsolete. There's no one through five anymore like in the old days. We talked about that not long ago. Right? (laughs) When you got a guy that's as big as Embiid that can play all five positions, and I tell you, I – I watched this game last night. I had a couple of games on and other things, but I watched this game. Guy plays hard, both ends. Rebound, he got over 15 last night. Okay? He got a defensive rebound, full length of the floor, taking the basketball downhill, gets to the the high post, and passes around the dude to a wide-open teammate. It was a beautiful pass, I thought. Man, this guy ain't real. He's a man among boys. This is the NBA I expect about five, ten years from now. Everybody on the floor six ten or better. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And they all can do and and they'll by then they'll be shooting from over the half court line to they'll look like, you know, last second Hail Marys on just typical shot. This is what this game is doing. It's crazy. And that was impressive last night. Yeah, and we talked about this just a few weeks ago with a college game, how the game goes sort of like women's fashions. For a while, it's a point guard game, and, and they you got to have the guards, you got to have the point guard. And then it turns into the, what you just talked about. There are a lot of college teams that one through five, at least one through four, you, don't, you can't tell any difference. You know, I watch a lot of Ole Miss basketball this year, and Flanagan's playing the point some when Juju Murray's not in there, and Flanagan's six seven, six eight. You know this Connect kid, Dalton Connect from yeah. Tennessee, is a great. Oh example. man, yeah, he transferred from out west. Yeah, this kid's the best player I've seen in the SEC yet. 
I mean, dude. Every, no, nowhere across half court is out of his range. And he's a smart. I mean, they, Tennessee's going to be there, baby. Sprinkle the orange, Owen. Good morning, gentlemen, from the text line. Mr. We- oh, Dr. Chris said Frito chili pie. How could we not said that? So the Buffalo Bills, second team, and I'm going to lean over here. <laughs> second team to have won 58 games in the last five years, not make the Super Bowl. Who was the other team? 58 games in five years, didn't go to the Super Bowl. Mm. Might I throw Indianapolis out there? Could be. Remember that? When they would go yeah. like, they win 12, 13 games yeah. every year and they get beat. Yep. For the, just thought. Get your answers in. Mark from Corinth, our buddy, going to be calling us in a bit. And I got another question for you regarding Alabama and what's going on there in a minute. When is Taylor going to get back to her day job? Exactly. Somebody said that she would be on world tour if uh, during the Super Bowl. I bet she goes to the Super Bowl. Yeah. She going Morgan Wallen. Yeah, she'd probably yeah. cancel it just so no, she you should get there. more get more attention at the Super Bowl than she would in the tour. Morgan Wallen. Athletes today would get waxed by athletes from thirty to forty years ago. Indeed, Jared, thank you so much for checking in today. Okay. And that's not just athletes. That's just people, period. That's it. You saw what stopped back. That's construction workers. Yeah. That's just people, period. But you talk about the the, um, Bills. Uh, You had to compare them to maybe like the Cubs, you know? Yeah. They, they, you know, they had this run back in the 90s where they could get to the Super Bowl, but they could never win it. Yeah, with Kelly. And now they're so good they can't get to the Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah. Always the bridesmaid. You saw what Staubach said when they asked him if he thought the team he played on with the Cowboys could beat the Cowboys team of today. <laughs> he said, yeah, but it'd be close because most of us are in our 60s and 70s. <laughs> you know what? I had a thought this morning, man. Seeing as how the Cowboys, you know, we really visited since their demise, Johnny. But yeah. I was thinking, man, if the Cowboys hired Nick Saban, Whoa. The entire world would flip, flip, yeah, on its ear, yeah. would it not? Oh, oh, and I bet you they'd win it within a year or two. I, I'd almost. Cut. What do you think? Yeah, man, I, I think that Nick Saban is a better recruiter and than he is a coach, developer. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to be better than the dude Bowles at Tampa Bay. Who's sitting there at his desk with his hands in his head, looking at the timeout that he brought back from the divisional? It's just laying there on his desk. He's got it for all. It's, I mean, maybe he can use it next year in a preseason game. Not sure, coach. A series of debacles and coaches that are supposed to be the best football minds in the country. And you wonder who in the world. On that coaching staff, didn't step up and go, hey, coach, we we can get the ball back. Yeah. He was like, ah, oh, they just going to kick field goal. Let's go home. <laughs> it, it is. If, if I'm a head coach in the at college or NFL especially, I'm, I've got a guy on my staff. Yeah. That all he is. We need a common sense coach. Yeah. Is he's looking at time. Yeah. He keeps up with time and timeouts and those type things. Dude, that's a timeout coach okay yeah it ain't an hour later it's a now 
Right. Especially when you're losing in the playoffs and you need the ball. Crazy. All right, 331 Good stuff today on the text line. I appreciate you saying hello. There was a comment a moment ago on the – the job, uh, what what is going on with Alabama and the departure? And last week, I was listening back to the podcast. I have butchered Kalen DeBoer's name about as many t- ways as you, I've called him Caleb. I called him Chris last week. Kevin. I think I had frost on my, on my brain. I called him Kevin. I'm like, Kalen DeBoer. Also, I call D'Amico Ryans DeMarco. <laughs> <laughs> it's a close crazy, that's the reason crazy. people listen greg it's a crazy week yeah forgive me but yeah hopefully i get some of the names right today there are no more john smiths in sports by no. the way uh there's a johnny davis but <laughs> hey yeah uh, i was i play golf at a place called camp creek down on 30a uh while we were gone and i played got Paired with three guys. Well, three. well we were under a sheet yeah, of ice. Why y'all under a sheet yeah. of ice? All three of these guys were Alabama guys. One of them, in fact, had worked on Nick Saban's staff the third year he was in Alabama. Said he realized he wasn't going to make a living coaching, so he'd gotten some business venture and is now a multimillionaire. But he said, and I, I text Mark about this, he said the world is just about to find out what kind of goat Nick Saban was. And he said, and I didn't tell Mark this, but he said, I have zero confidence in the new coach at Alabama. Well, look at all the players he's lost. My question to you, I put it to you, Greg. How many games do you think Alabama's going to win next year? They ain't going to be Alabama, are they? On top of the fact that we're bringing in Texas and Oklahoma, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and and uh, I think they could lose four next year. Ole Miss getting – I mean, you have to say Ole Miss is trending up based on some of the recent ac- acquisitions. I'd but. say it's, it's probably nine, ten. Yeah. Which it, is a not a good year for Alabama, huh? But what if it's seven? I hadn't, I hadn't looked at their schedule. There'll be a I, lot of people messing up his name. <laughs> if it's yeah. seven, they're going to be – so I – I feel for the guy, but, you know, I was just also looking at when these guys leave a program, what is it, a 30-day window? Yeah. And tell the roster, hey, guys, you can go anywhere you want now. You lost your coach. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, like, not all of them are there for the coach, but they give them the opportunity. And so that's what Will, Rod- Will Rogers now ranked as the second-best player in the portal. Still available. So he's moving up. There aren't many left, but – had not found a place to go yet. I just say, you know, you take these cats off your very good team at Washington, but would they have been a good team in the Southeastern Conference? Would these players be that good? And I think a lot of people, like you say, both of you, that question that. Yeah, my, my question for Alabama is not as much that as it is with the loss of Saban. I mean, I, I think Alabama's still Alabama. They're going to be able to recruit you know, high-star players. I don't think as well. Not as easily as Saban because DeBoer can't walk in with six rings and say, these are mine, I got them, come play with me, you know. 
I, I think the cornerbacks that, that are leaving, I can understand that more because that's been kind of a cornerback you. Yeah. Uh, and playing that, that, that place on the field under Nick Saban, you know, you learn a lot. and he He's can the best defensive the, yeah. back yeah. developer and instructor. I think that's hands down. Nobody argues that. But also this. As soon as he made the announcement, as we talked about last week, Brian, every coach in the country went, ah, <laughs> fresh meat in Tuscaloosa. Let's eat. Let's go. Let's get our collective to call this dude and say, hey, man, no Saban. We'll give you $2 million or whatever they're offering these kids. So that, that's the factor. It used to not be a, a deal. No, and that's going to happen pretty soon at Michigan. Michigan is about to lose Jim Harbaugh. That's imminent. Guys, too much stuff going on with Jim. My question is, will they do a nationwide search and risk all the dominoes falling of players leaving, or will they take the dude that was the interim that balled after the game they won? Yes, uh, at Penn that State. Guy. Yeah. They, everybody says that's what will They got to do that. I think they should learn from Alabama because your entire roster, and a lot of them are already going to the NFL, the best ones, really. So yep. Michigan will not. Put this out. Will not win the national championship next year, my friend. <laughs> Just got to go ahead. Write it down. That's a surefire sprinkle I've ever heard one. All right, back with Brian and OJD in the studio. We'll be talking to Mark, too, hopefully in a minute. Uh, it's Tuesday edition of Mississippi Sports Today. It's Napa Charlie with specials for the new year at your locally owned Napa Auto Parts stores. Time for an oil change? Save up to 42% on Mobile One Extended Performance Full Synthetic Motor Oil. Now only $36.99 for five quarts. Change out those wiper blades for less with $15 off our Rain-X wiper blades. Up to $18 off on our Trico Ceramic Beam wiper blades. And get a $20 prepaid gift card when you buy a Napa Legend or AAA battery. Come see us for these and more money-saving specials at 1105 South Gloucester or 898 Harmony Lane. Napa. Get up and go. Is your business paying too much for its telephone system and services? Do you even know? ASI can show you how you can pay less using new technology with a system that will give you crystal clear calls. ASI will show you how you could be paying pennies on the dollar compared with your current system. Their offices and technicians are local. You can talk face-to-face in person. Now, isn't that better than what you have? ASI.ms America, built on big dreams, sweat and determination, and steel. And since 1981, the family at SNH Steel has provided its customers with steel products of all types, from the construction of new business and industry to keeping the farm up and running. SNH believes in the American worker and the American way. So let's get to work. Together, we're strong as ever. SNH Steel, 844-3710. Family owned and operated at 4353 Jeff Holman Boulevard in Tupelo. It's Bobby Bascom from Automatic. Bobby, when you say, we speak the language, what does that mean? Just that, Craig. We speak foreign imports language, specializing in BMW, Mercedes, Audi, Lexus, Porsche. You mean you speak BMW? Widersprechen Deutsch. Gesundheit. Translation, we speak German imports. And we're local, so there's no need to drive hours to your dealer. Automatic 3552, Jeff Homan Boulevard in Tupelo. Reach us at 844-9379. We speak the language at Automatic. 
the conversation continues. Text us your thoughts at 331-2508. That's 331-2508. Now, here's more with Craig and the guys on today's edition of Mississippi Sports Today. Hey, we're back in the Surf Pro Studio. Mississippi Sports Today a service. And presented by Tupelo Coca-Cola. And uh, with our friends, Johnny Davis back in North Mississippi after a uh, beach vacation last week. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't stay. <laughs> Gosh, should have. And Brian Rigby from Surf Pro Tupelo with us. Uh, we expect to hear from Mark any moment now. Yeah, we got him. Uh, on our studio line. You can get in on the conversation and uh, very easy at 331-2508, the Napa Auto Parts text line. Um, so we had the trivia question earlier from Mr. West on, well, they went 58 games in five years, didn't make Super Bowl. Right. I'm going to say maybe Denver before Elway got one. Mm-hmm. Always there. Perennial playoff. Is there a time sp- frame? I mean, is it? Uh, no, no time frame. Given. Okay. Think you know the answer? 331 It was a crazy weekend, not only in the NFL, but also in SEC men's basketball. Let's look at this week because Auburn remains the only unbeaten in the conference of 5 0. Only uh, three one loss teams, the aforementioned Tennessee Volunteers, who are very good. Kentucky and Alabama. Alabama's having a pretty good week in some ways. Are they not, guys? Ah. <laughs> All right. So tomorrow, Mississippi State will be at Florida. They are two and three as well in conference play. And they got a big win over Missouri on the road. The Gators hosting the Bulldogs. That game can be heard starting with the pregame at seven o'clock on ninety-five-nine. Later in the week on uh, Saturday. Auburn Tigers bring their act to Mississippi State. 2.30, maybe State and give them their first loss. Yeah. They, they play Alabama, though, tomorrow night. Auburn does. Oh, well, that, that ought yeah. to be good. At Coleman. So. Yeah, but Tennessee kind of exposed Alabama this week. Yeah, they did. And But that's a really good Tennessee team. I mean, Tennessee, Auburn, Kentucky, what they mm-hmm. did. On Saturday, yep. um, I mean the SEC is really, really yeah. tough. The, even the, the the middle of the pack, that when when people are playing well yeah. and, and shooting the ball, it's you know you can get beat. But Auburn looks to be Man. so consistent, Man. And, and they shot like fifty eight percent from the floor against Ole Miss. I know part of that's defense that wasn't very good, but still, my goodness, they can beat you so many different ways, and yeah. they, and they. Do you know that Pearl's talking about one of the hardest decisions he's making is playing time because he's got nine guys that that divide the minutes. How many? Nine. Nine. I mean, even Tennessee has looked suspect at times, but Auburn, man, in the last – they have double-digit victories, what, the last six games or something? I think that's right. Yeah. Impressive. Auburn looks to be one of those teams to make a deep run, and they'll be in Starkville at 2.30 on Saturday. Expect a packed Humphrey Coliseum. A lot of energy in that building. And maybe Mississippi State can get them. Ole Miss will be at Texas A&M on Saturday. Texas A&M among a log jam of teams stuck there in the middle at 2-3. and three. And uh, we'll look forward to that. But uh, tonight, Kentucky at South Carolina. Missouri at A&M. Uh, big matchup, as we mentioned, tomorrow night with Auburn at Alabama. 
Ole right. Miss needs to have a good week this week. They, they need to be 2-0 and with Arkansas and A&M this week to, Big time. to, mm-hmm. to get things back on, yep. on right. the rails. Yeah. We did uh, mention that Mark is on the line with us, and I want to get his take on the recent develop, developments uh, over in Tuscaloosa. Mark, good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning, everybody. How you doing? Splendid. Hope things are thawing out in Corinth. Man, I'm going to tell you what, it's been an absolute Chinese fire drill up here. It's crazy. <laughs> it's been, finally, I mean, it's all gone, uh, uh, luckily. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's been it, it, it's been awful up here. It gave you a lot of time, Mark, to sit and contemplate the future of Alabama football. Because a lot of, as Brian and Johnny have been talking about, a lot of Alabama fans are very nervous about the future. Well, I mean, guys, I've told y'all, I don't know how many times, maybe the last couple of years, we knew it was coming. We just didn't know when. Uh, I am upset with him if he would have waited until the second signing period. All these guys couldn't have transferred. But, you know, I'm not – I mean, who's going to blame the GOAT for doing what he did? I mean – uh, I was. You know, he's I, tired. I'm sorry, Mark. It, it, I was under the impression they got even, no matter when, uh, what if the window was open or not for everybody else. If the head coach leaves, they give you a waiver on that. Is that not they right? They do, but but then you have to be able to get in those schools ah, because in yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, January 24th for 95 percent of the schools is the last day you can actually go to get in get into a program. Uh, so most of those guys would have had to wait until after spring practice, which, uh, you know, really, I'll be honest with you guys, the only one that's really going to hurt, I think, in the long run is going to be Caleb Downs. Other than that, uh, uh, Isaiah Bond had one catch that made him famous. Uh, is, is he good? Yeah. Is he elite? No. Does Alabama have somebody in uh, there right now that's just as good as him? Yes, if not better. Two or three guys, as a matter of fact. Is he driving uh, a Lamborghini? He ended up uh, with a Bronco. That was all, man, the Bronco. You know what? Here's the problem. That was all for show. Hmm. Then he goes and buys one of the biggest pieces of junk out there now. In <laughs> uh, uh, the Ford Bronco, they were so unsafe. It's not even funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, the, the opinions of Mark do not necessarily <laughs> that, that, uh, reflect those of the uh, Super <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my oh, bad. Family. My bad. That certain vehicle that he bought down in Austin is a piece of garbage. Uh, it's too late. Too late. All right. Yeah. So we we pose question now with Texas, Oklahoma entering now. There are no divisions. Ole Miss is on the rise. Everybody. And then you look at a Tennessee. You got another big. Uh, where is the LSU kid? Uh, true freshman. Yeah. That transfer one of the best offensive linemen in the country last year. No, he's not. Oh. No, he's not. That's an absolute false. False narrative. He wanted to play left tackle uh, at LSU. Brian Kelly told him point blank, "You're not good enough to play left tackle," uh, and he will not be left tackle at Tennessee. Uh, That's a fact. All right, I should have said he's been called one of the best offensive linemen. Yes, yes, uh, yes. he was a five star. He's just not good enough to play left tackle. He doesn't have the feet to do it. Over height. He's not a Laramie Tunsil. No. Okay. Indeed. All right. So, Mark, let's talk about a quarterback position for next year at Alabama. It won't be Jalen Milrow. I would agree. Jalen Milrow will be the next quarterback at uh, probably Central Florida. Is there a chance Will Rogers ends up at Alabama? No, not at all. None. <laughs> I None. didn't think so either. I, I was surprised he put none. And, 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 and with Washington. A lot of people, you know, about the saying deal, I get it. 
he wanted uh, uh, wait, wait a minute. Let me preface all this by saying ninety percent of the kids now go to school because they dig the coach. That's right. You have a ten percent that go because they've dreamed of playing for their in-state school, and that's where they want to play. This was going to happen whether it was this year, next year, or the year after. Kids came. Kids are playing for Kirby because they want to go play for Kirby, not because it's Georgia. Now, the Georgia kids probably, yes. But the Florida kids, the North Carolina kids that go there, they're not going to play for Georgia. They're going to play for Kirby Smart. Uh, and that's and I'll be honest with you, Rigby, and I think you know this, they're going to play for Lane Kiffin because Lane Kiffin is one cool dude. Yeah. They're not going yeah. there because they love Ole Miss. Now, some of them are. I'm going to be a cynic because, I mean, this, this sport now is about greed. Uh, as much as anything, I'm saying when you say they dig the coach, I think they dig the coach's reputation and ability oh, sure. to get you where you want to go. Yeah, yeah. So that coach yeah. has a track record of get, and if you look at Saban's track record, it's far and away the best. Hundred percent. Yeah. Oh. So you know, what's Alabama going to do next year? Uh, we don't play Texas. We don't play Ole Miss. They do play Georgia. I will say this. If you haven't seen the Mac Kids film, the quarterback that transferred from Washington, and people may laugh what I'm about to say, and you go right ahead, but he has every bit of the potential to be the best quarterback by the time his career is over at Alabama in the SEC. Because he's 240. I'm telling y'all, okay, you go ahead and laugh. Well, you y'all mark the date. What's the date? January 23rd? It's on the wall. 2024. The kid can spin the ball. He played at an elite level in California. Uh, he's 6'6, yeah. he's 230. Is, is he a, was he a freshman at Washington? He was a, uh, yeah, a true freshman. Hmm. I don't think he got us up. Craig turned my microphone off. I said, I asked, was he a freshman at Washington? Yes, he was a true freshman. Yes. Okay. And yeah. and the saying kid that was he he was a high school signee, right? I mean, he just yes. Okay. Yes. And and the board had the opportunity to recruit either one of them and recruited. Because he's a California kid, saying he is, right? Yeah, both of them are. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. and 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 Saban didn't recruit the Mac kid, right? No, he did not. Okay. No, uh, because and and here's the biggest reason why the kid reclassified to be in this year's freshman class at Washington. <laughs> so he was actually, he, he, I, I think, he just turned eighteen. Yeah, he and Saban so are, are are we're in the same class. They're actually the same age. Exactly. That's right. Right. That's right. 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 Now, now the board told Saban said, "Look, I'm I'm bringing this guy in. We got to have, uh, you know, we need kids that can spin the ball. I'm going to bring him in. You know, you do what you think you need to do. And what it showed me is a kid that was afraid of competition, point blank, 100. percent Yeah, that I, that's that's happening everywhere. I mean, oh yeah, you know. And, and and that was the strength of Nick Saban is creating a culture of competition. Right. People embraced competition and, and didn't run from it. And bingo. people staying there and, and competing. Uh, you know. Yeah. It's that the Nick Saban mojo of how he's developed and everything else and just to what Brian said, you you can't duplicate that. It'll never be done. No, uh, you can't. And 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 I agree with Rigby. Was Saban the greatest on field coach? No. Second half adjustments, 
probably top five of all time. Uh, but right, he was a developer. Uh, he was uh, defensively, you know, he might have been as good as there was. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And mean, he did a I really mean, good job of bringing in for a long time, bringing in offensive minds to to be coordinators that that made a lot of difference. Now that that got a little bit lax at the end. Not, yeah, and I, great and, I, point, and I think though. the biggest part of that, uh, Johnny, was uh, Saban was on the tail end of his career. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, it's hard. Who was, hard to get a guy to come and when, when you tell me. hired the offensive coordinator from Washington last year before he offered Reese, and, and Ryan Grubb said no yeah. because they knew what kind of team they were going to have. Yeah, and he also knew that Saban might be going to retire and whoever they hired might not want him. I mean, yeah. Uh, I think that's sort of haunted Saban for the last three or four years. People afraid to come in there as coordinators because they knew he was going out. Players quick. too, yeah, players too. To some, and he spoke about that. But my thing with him, the best thing about him is sales. He's a salesman, man. Yeah, he he can get kids to understand. Hey, you don't have to have three good years. All you need is one good year. Yeah, <laughs> and and, exactly. and you can, you can sit behind this guy and maybe not play. Yeah. You know, you may not make the NIL money, but you come in here and you get better each and every day, bigger, faster, stronger. One year is all it takes, your top-round draft pick. And what he had was history to prove that. Yeah. I mean, they've oh, been yeah. doing it. Yeah. 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 All right, Mark, before we let you go, man, we got we to give props to a Bama guy, Nick Dunlap. Yeah. Yep. How cool was that, man? Wow. He, he, that was un, uh, that, that was absolutely unbelievable. And also, uh, kudos to him for not turning pro today. How about that? Yeah. You know, that I was kind of surprised, to be honest with you. We're, gonna, really we're going to be uh, mentioning him again in our Man of Steel segment. we got to run now, buddy, but uh, thank you for All calling. Right. And give us a holler later in the week, my friend. You got it. Hey. Thanks, guys. See you, Mark. All right. All right, from the text line. Was this Neil? Neil, maybe not a Mark fan. <laughs> this guy's such a bammer, it makes me sick. <laughs> it's kind of why we bring him on, Neil. Try to get y'all going this morning. All Alabama fans say when a player leaves, they aren't any good. But when they're there, they're all five stars uh, when they're at Alabama. Yeah, you could, yeah. Yeah, could say that about a lot of places. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, how about Judkins? Everybody's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Miss fan was like, this is the best running back we ever had. And when he left, it was like, ah. Well, the, I think it was a split fan base this year. Last year, it was unanimous. Pro Judkins. Yeah. Yeah. Everything yeah. was Judkins last year. And this year, I think it was split fan base. Yeah, he showed his true colors this year. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Mr. West has unveiled the answer to our trivia question. The team that won. 58 games over a five-year span, and the span was, Johnny, 2017 to 2021. And I missed it with the Colts, and I missed it with the Broncos, and I didn't know this. Um, New Orleans Saints. Really? I wouldn't have thought. They went 13 games a year, and then. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Thank you, Mr. West. Didn't realize. Appreciate it. Here's some things you may have missed. Uh, regard, did you hear? 59-year-old sports reporter Mike Dick, Dixon. Yeah. Despised Novak Djokovic for not getting vaccinated. He's still, what, two, three years later, Novak Djokovic is taking heat in the Australian Open 
uh, via uh, the not uh, vaccinated. You, you know the story, the backstory. This guy has been slamming Djokovic for years on this subject. He collapsed and died at the Australian Open, covering it 59 years old. Cause of death unknown. Yep. Wow. Just yeah. thought you might. And the fans are heckling Djokovic during the. He just cruises right along. Yeah. Interesting. Our buddy Brett. Hildebrandt was over. Oh, yeah. Went been... to some and we're going to get a uh, visit from Brad. He's back now in the States. Told me a lot of great stories about that event and some of the things. And we're going to do what we did with Drew. Okay. You go to Rome and then tell me all about it. <laughs> Cheaper on me. Yeah. Right? Not as much, not as expensive. It's easier to read the book. That's right. <laughs> Michigan. That's right. I mean, I mean Wisconsin. Wisconsin. All right. Uh, I don't know. How I'd stumble upon this, but it is one of the... Did I send you the video of the whale? You did. <laughs> I got to send it to you. <laughs> There's a... I guess it was on X, Twitter, what? It was Twitter. Explain, Johnny, what the, the content of this video. It's absolutely amazing. Well, I, I I really just looked at the video when you sent it to me. I hadn't seen the anything about it. So, Okay, it's a kid. I assume this is high school or maybe a very small college. Yes. Ba- basketball player. I'm going to say tips in at about 400, maybe more. Yeah, that, and he's probably 6'3", because mm-hmm. he's a head taller than anybody else. They call him the whale. whale. They call him the whale, and dude is a baller. At least the highlights I saw. The the thing you sent, he hit three point shots from five different places on the floor, making passes, yeah, driving finger roll every part of the like bird out there. It's like he's in slow motion. <laughs> and I'm talking about man when he's under the basket, there ain't no blocking out. <laughs> he is the basket. A whale. Go look at his number fifty five too. It's makes yeah. him better. Yeah, I don't know who the kid is, but I watch him all day. Michigan versus Alabama is a great poll question. I'm going with a tie. Eight and four for both. This coming from Drew Belt. Morning, Drew. Uh, Drew's going to have his nightmare year next year because Ohio State is putting it together. They locking and loading, my yeah. friend. And with you know what? Harbaugh's sort of holding them hostage. Yeah. All the players that would leave. Yeah. If he. And administration, fan base, everybody else is out. Harbaugh, man. Leave it a mess, Jim. We wouldn't expect anything else. All right, let's go to our, our history notes real quick because I got some Wilt nuggets for you that you might find interesting. All right, so with that, let's see. Let's get in a sports time machine. Johnny, you drive. 1953, NFL Dallas Texans become the Baltimore Coats, who are now the Indianapolis Coats. How about that? All right. Got one? 1965, the Baltimore Celtics center Bill Russell misses all 14 shots in 104 to 100 loss to Philadelphia 76ers, <laughs> led by newly acquired Wilt Chamberlain. We'll play defense that game. Uh, yeah. That was it. Yeah, that I was... have a skip ahead. Uh, 1984, Hulk Hogan won his first World Wrestling Federation title at Madison Square Garden. Who did he defeat, gentlemen? I don't know, but he ripped off his shirt. The Iron Sheik, I believe, was opponent ah. in that way. Did you know that you can bet on WWE? Really? I found that a little interesting. Yeah. 
Who's you, the money on tonight? <laughs> right. Change the script. Yeah. You. What are you betting on? How they're going to rig it? What? It's like betting on the end of a movie. I bet uh, that guy dies. That you've already seen. 1998, yeah. Michael Jordan scores in double figures for the 800th consecutive game in a 198 win over New Jersey. Mm. And we question who's the GOAT. Yeah, uh, there ain't no question. That's Number it. one. All right, here we go. This uh, man of steel today would be Nicholas Dunlap. Who else? A sophomore. This kid's 20. Yeah. From the University of Alabama. Just when you think Alabama's been beat, they just come back. Here we go. Nicholas Dunlap, the amateur one. The Amex in La Quinta over the weekend is amazing. What was it, 2,900? Yeah. And he had some pretty good golfers on his heels. And this guy is shot 59, or almost shot 59 in a collegiate round. He's won the amateur. He's won the junior. He's a baller. Yesterday, he announced... He'd been thinking after he won because he'll get a two-year exemption, right? That's right. You get your card, you'll be on the tour. He said, no, I'm going back to Alabama. Yeah. He'll, I'll hold off. That's, he'll he'll never strike a golf ball on the University of Alabama's golf team. Will he not? No. The great thing, and he was being interviewed about Saban. And how Saban's yeah. always up in the golf facility. <laughs> he said he gave him putting lessons. Yeah. Give him how to be better. All right. So our Man of Steel brought to you by SNH right there on Jeff Hellman Boulevard is Nicholas. No last name. I researched it. No last name. All right. I want to tell you about Will Chamberlain's 100-point game before we go because this was in 1962. And it, it's kind of, people kind of look at that with a crook eye because he played against one of the worst teams in the league, the Knicks, and he played against their third-string center. The first, the first stringer was hungover. The second one got in foul trouble. And the third string center who guarded Will gave up 100. Cleveland Buckner from Jackson State. There's <laughs> <laughs> a Mississippi dude who was like six, nine, maybe. He kept punching him in the knees. I was like, <laughs> I got a guard, dude. All right. Y'all have a great one. Thank you, Brian. Yes, Thank sir. You, Stay safe. See y'all tomorrow. Talk Mississippi Media Production.